0: Log Talk Radio Only Thirty Minutes Only On Sunday
1: Only Thirty Minutes Only minutes only on Sunday. Your host, your boy T-A-Z is on the line and also I see on the line D-Lovely is in the house.
0: Hey D-Lovely, how you doing? I'm good. That was a nice long one. I appreciate it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh
1: I'm not going to say nothing about that. Uh, E is in the building.
2: Hey, E. I love the remix. The remix hand clap of praise is the best. Hey. I'm I'm letting y'all
1: know, I got some new firmware, and I had to do a firmware update on the equipment, which produced the longer, I guess, applause. It seemed longer to me, but I guess it's longer to y'all, too. Yeah. All right. How was your holiday, ladies? Starting with D. Lovely. How was your Thanksgiving?
0: Uh, you know how I do. It was my birthday weekend, so it was awesome. I enjoyed every minute. So I was full. Happy and belated. Full. Thank you, dear. Thank you so much.
2: E. Um, I don't really like holidays. I never have. Um, I'm getting better as I have become a a Mimi, but I just would rather people be good to each other 365 slash six days a year. But, I mean, you know, I, I do what I do. I cook, ate, slept, you know. Okay, cool.
1: Um... I know it's good being off from work, though. (laughs) I know that's the main thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't care what day it is if I don't have to go on to the plantation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my first one, which I guess y'all might guess what it is. On October 28th, Chanquilla Robinson, 25-year-old woman from Charlotte, North Carolina, arrived in the town of San Jose del Cabo, a resort city on the southern tip of Mexico with six friends. The next day she was found dead in the rental property where they were staying. Also, Robertson's friends told her mother that she died of alcohol poisoning. Her death certificate recorded that the cause was a spinal cord and neck injury Calls for authorities to investigate Robertson's death grew after a video showing one of her friends physically assaulting her went viral. The FBI is now investigating Robertson's death together with Mexican authorities who issued an arrest warrant for and are seeking to extradite one of Robertson's friends on the trip. Robertson last spoke with her mother the day before her death The video shown; she was beaten by one of her friends. Robertson's death certificate raised more suspicion. According to police report, Robertson's friends called the doctor but didn't want her to be taken to a hospital for treatment. And as I said before, a arrest warrant has been issued for one of Robertson's friends. Starting with E, your opinion on this tragedy? Some bullshit. First of all,
2: My friends would not leave me at Food Lion if we went together. Let's start there. Um, My friends definitely would not leave me in another country. And my friends, even though I don't drink and never have, my friends would never leave me in an inebriated state. Uh, I did look at some of the videos that are floating out there. One of her alleged, air quote, friends, we're saying fight back, fight back. You know, friends, friends just don't do that. So I'm really upset with the media continuing to call these people her friends. Um, but the math ain't mathing, and and somebody needs to be. I'm glad that Mexico is asking for an extradition. Um, Mexican prisons ain't no joke. I really hope that she, um, the one who meted out the fatal blow, gets her her just desert. Be lovely.
0: There's not much left to say. Um, I should have said it all, but the, the whole concept of the word friend doesn't fit the scenario at all. So I'm, I'm really not sure why that term is being kicked out there as though it has some meaning. I have friends, and I'm telling you, I have the kind of friends that when I did drink would hold my hair back, not try to push my head into the toilet and drown me. So I don't understand how you call these your how these people are being called how these people went to her home with her where her family was and participated in being sad when they knew what they did they knew what really happened yep. This is the kind of low life that is existing on in within among us and as they do they infiltrate good kind people and this is what they do so the question becomes why are we so quick to put to, to go with a group of people that we're not familiar with? We don't know their habits. We don't know their behaviors. We may know one person, but when you start adding other people in, you need to be cautious. And I don't, tr- I don't trust anybody who start who's telling me I'm coming, but I'm bringing ten other people you mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-mm. The math ain't maffin. That ain't right. <sighs> mm. Uh,
1: the that. The next one, which was all over the news, authorities are investigating well, whether a uh, Virginia Steve, sheriff. He,
2: what is your, T? What is your opinion on the situation?
1: I agree with y'all. That was, I, I almost cussed. See, I almost went down the same line. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> I, I don't. No, I get my tongue, man. It's it's some VF, Bobby Sherman. It's really about. I'm just saying, I can't, I agree with everything y'all said. I really do. That's just, it was crazy all together. And when I seen it, I said, here we go. When I seen the news reports, I just shook my head and said, here we go. So, yeah, I agree with everything that's been said. I I mean, if I had a disagreement, I would have said it, but I was with y'all. But, boy, you almost made me cuss, E. And I'm trying not to. Yeah, I always, tried my goodness.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I, you, you poked the
1: bear all right. I almost I almost roared, but I, I held on. Uh, the next one, which is another cussing story. Authorities are investigating whether a Virginia sheriff's deputy poses a 17-year-old boy online to groom and sexually restored a teenage girl in California before driving across the country and killing her mother and grandparents and setting fire to their home. Austin Lee Edwards, 28, was killed Friday in a shootout with San Bernardino Sheriff deputies. The 15-year-old girl from Riverside, California, was re- rescued and is in counseling for trauma. Family members and police said at a news conference on Wednesday, uh, Edwards appeared to have posed as a teenager to engage in an online romantic relationship with the girl. It's just crazy. According to Riverside Police, detectives are trying to determine how they met online and how long they were correspondents. Uh, Starting with D. Lovely, your opinion on this foolishness. I don't think you
0: say much more it is it's so crazy, but it's so it it happens more often than we even think about because online being online allows people to make up personas make up person- who they want to be physically mentally emotionally, and you're always gonna find somebody who's going to go for it so this is, this is the risk we take when we, decide, when we made the decision that being online as a, as a young teen, that it's okay. No one's monitoring. No one's checking to see who you're talking to. Nobody's visiting. You're, and, and when I say nobody, I'm talking about people who are supposed to be in charge of these children. You're allowing them to make grown-up decisions in a chi- with a child's mind, and these are the things that happen. There are a lot of dead people and somebody who, who should have been stopped years ago at a behavior that we know this isn't new to him. He didn't just wake up yesterday, that morning, and say, I think I'm going to catfish a child. I'm going to I'm gonna groom her. This is something he's already been either done before or had been working up to doing. And somebody knew it. And nobody said anything.
1: They're also, they're also checking ahead. to see if he uh, did it before with somebody else. Uh, e, your opinion on this craziness from your from your uh, homeboy from your state?
2: First of all, first of all, the first thing I thought of was, and these are the people on the side of the road that would stop me in the middle of the night. The second thing that I thought about was, you're right, who's checking the checker? Not just for the child. But this is a state trooper, mm-hmm. a state trooper who allegedly, air quotes, should have gone through a myriad of psychological testing and extensive background testing. So you're right. You can't tell me that this was such an upstanding citizen, citizen that, that the Virginia State Police just wooed him and begged him to be part of, of that team. and And really – Really, it's really a moot point if he did it before, because he's dead. I do concur with, Right like, nobody is checking the checker. I check my students' Chromebooks and laptops. I check my children, all of them when they had a phone, whether it was a track phone, a flip phone, whatever I purchased for them. And I didn't even have to do parental control, because I wish you would not let me in on your page. I I wish you wouldn't even have to spell computer, but that's just me. And it's, it's a series of very unfortunate events. And the fact that he drove across the country, come on. Yeah.
1: That part, that part. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was crazy too.
2: Yes. And they're saying, Oh, the child is, is receiving therapy. You think? because this lunatic has killed her entire family and she was probably talking about oh i love him oh my boyfriend oh he love me he coming to get me now he done killed your whole family and he wasn't even who he thought he was but the yeah. first thought that i had was that if something went awry with me on the side of the road i ran a red light or a stoplight or i i drive on the you know on one of the highways to get from one county to the next and that's where the state troopers are. It gets dark at 415, 4 430 here. I'm going home. I might be going 67 instead of 65. And this lunatic pulled me over. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, we got to The do next better. one.
1: Mm-hmm. On October 7th, a 22-year-old black woman reported to the Excelsior Springs Police Department that she had been abducted and locked up in a basement for nearly a month. The alleged culprit, Timothy Haslett, 39, was arrested later that day on charges of first-degree rape, first-degree kidnapping, and second-degree assault, according to the complaint filed in the Clay County Circuit Court. The woman told neighbors and police that Hazlitt reportedly raped and whipped her and kept her restrained in a small room in his basement. After escaping from the home while Hazlitt was taking his son to school, the woman said she found refuge with neighbors who heard her calling for help. Lisa Johnson said she heard a faint help me around 7.35 a.m. while she was getting ready to go to work, according to NBC News, Johnson spoke with the young woman and offered to call the police, but the woman begged her not to, claiming if you call the cops, he's going to kill us both. Starting with E, another another crazy story I remember hearing this. this is like before we went, we didn't do the show for two weeks in a row, but it, we never talked about it. Your opinion on this craziness, E.
2: Like how does this happen? I, I don't know how I ha- I have mace, I have two knives. I I don't I don't know how you get I have a whole car. How do you get kidnapped? Uh, with me everybody everywhere. is
1: not a superwoman.
2: Cool.
1: Everybody's not, not a superwoman like you. you
2: E. I'm not a superwoman <laughs> and I don't and I don't play one on television, but I am hyper vigilant. Because of the times that we live in, I don't trust my students, and I teach high school. You know what I'm saying? If I if I'm pumping gas, it's only during the day, and I still got my mace with me on my key ring. My mace that also will put dye on your face, so the police will know who tried to hurt me. And and you don't need to do a lot. It just takes a split second to get away. Get in your car and run somebody over. I I just I don't I don't get it. I'm thankful for the neighbor who said, you know what, let me go ahead and call somebody. And he just carrying on like you know, like old girl. Standard data, standard data. Oh. oh, let me go take my son to school. I'll be back and continue to bother you. But I got to take my son to school yeah. so he can get perfect attendance, you know. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, D
1: Lovely, before she be ever
2: comes to this, <laughs> D Lovely. You know, because I want to say, get the f out of here, okay? <laughs> My son want to get perfect. Oh, I'll
0: be back. This is a lot you to unpack. Um, I have questions about many parts of this. Um, one in particular: How old is his son? If his son is under is over the age of five, then he knew something was going wrong in his house. I'm, I'm just saying. Um, I need to find out what the particulars are with that situation. But um, you mentioned something about hard to get kidnapped. I have a friend that was m- murdered, uh, kidnapped and murdered at um, her job. Um, a man came in. She worked at night. The man came in. He pointed a gun at her and kidnapped her from her job. So mm. it can
2: happen I'm sorry,
0: is unable to defend themselves. Without, because they've got nothing. Um, you, don't, you, you don't always anticipate what could possibly go wrong. So for that part, I, I, since then, I've learned to keep my eye on everybody. I trust no one. So if you start walking up to me for whatever the reason is, you better understand something bad gonna happen to you. So I, I, I make sure I'm clear when I, when I see somebody walking up, you need to stay back because if you come any closer, it's going to be a misunderstanding between you and me. And then we just go ahead and explain it to the police when they get here. So that's what I learned. But at the same time, I know that there's always going to be somebody, whether it's that ponytail Karen that's running down the street in the at mm. 6 a.m. with headphones open and, and, and thinking, this is my world, I should be able to do what I want. You should, but you can't. And that's the difference. There are there are so many things we should be able to do, but we also understand that we just can't. You've got to, yeah. be, you've got to be vigilant about making sure your safety is your first priority, <laughs> not the fact that I should be able to do whatever I want, whatever I want. You should.
2: You or, should,
0: yes. Yeah. You can't. You can't.
2: Agree.
1: Um, the next one, a group of veterans has filed a lawsuit to force homes to be built for them on land now used for elite sports facilities in Los Angeles. Fourteen unhoused veterans in the National Veterans Foundation filed a complaint in Central California's Federal District Court against the Department of Veterans Affairs on Tuesday night demanding they need to be put first. There are more homeless veterans in Los Angeles than any place in this country, around 3,500 of them in the streets and in shelters, according to the city's homeless service authority. There are 388 acres, lovely neighborhood of Brentwood on the city's west side that were given to the nation specifically to house veterans. But very few veterans actually live there. The land is used for large VA homes, VA center, among other things, and the UCLA Bruins baseball diamond. And the sports fields and swimming pool of the elite Brentwood High School. There are authorities, I mean there are neighbors, and the Department of Veterans Affairs leases them chunks of this valuable land. The thing about it is the VA is making money because of the schools having their sports facilities on there and the heck with the veterans. Uh, D Lovely, did I start with D Lovely last time or was it E? I'm old. Oh
2: my God. Go on, D
1: Lovely. Give your opinion. Give your opinion, D Lovely, and I'll say E since she is a veteran, just like me.
0: We'll let the vet have the, you know, to bring it all up and close it out. But my, my, light, my heart says when we have one homeless vet, we've got one homeless vet too many. Correct. These are people who have gone and given their whole life for one thing, for country. And that same country has turned around and said, you don't matter. If we, if we don't hear from you, we're fine. We need you to shh, and we need you to stay over there. That means that somebody in California knew that this land was, was um, being, being held for a particular reason and said, I don't care. And when they said it, they said it with their whole chest, and they proved it. So the question is, is it, it's not just one place. You can go anywhere in this country and find homeless vets, and it's not okay anywhere. This is egregious. It's just the, most, it's just the loudest one right now it's not the most egregious. We can go all around this country and we can find something that, that's horrific when it comes to how we treat our vets. This is just the latest and there'll be more and there'll be more and there'll be more. E. That's it.
2: And that's all. I feel like this is the, this is the situation of the day when it comes to that. Um, any, any city capital Bustling community that has a veteran population. Most of them are in the middle of the road on the median with a sign. Most of them are drug addicted, have been have been fired or put out of their whatever respective residences. It's just we don't we we did not hold up our end of the bargain for our veterans, and it it is extremely extremely egregious and. And on so many levels, wrong. And and like my sister said, any any day of the week, at any part of the world, you're going to have this situation. But what? But what do you do? What What do we do? Because it our hands are tied.
1: My uh, True. my friend and uh. Former uh, battle buddy in Alaska. Uh, he lives in Minnesota, and he's working for the VA. And they he uh, got a better job within the state, and he moved. And where he moved, that was the VA in uh, Minnesota set him up at a place where there was, you know, people like our kind of people living, roguish. Mm-hmm roguish apartments, rats running around, not a good mm-hmm. facility whatsoever. While he was at work, the black people, the N-words broke in and stole everything he had in his apartment, including mm-hmm. his food. And he texted me in the middle of the night, one night, about two o'clock in the morning, my time, his time too, because he lives in Minnesota. And he said, I'm going to prison. I was like, what? You know, I'm looking at the text. He ain't explaining. He going straight to prison. I'm like, what? So I called him and he said, what happened? And that's how they treated him as far as him getting sent from the VA, working with the VA, sent somewhere else. And they put him in this bad facility and he got robbed. Now, the good thing about it. Two days ago, he called me and said everything got straightened out. They sent him to a better uh, apartment complex and hooked him up and paid for everything that he lost. So I was glad of that. But things that happen to veterans uh, nationwide need to be, uh, we we our system needs to be changed. Because, I mean, yes, living homeless, but then there's, Veterans that don't get the right treatment, there's veterans that deserve more than 20% when they got half a leg missing and can barely walk, what? they should get 100% automatic. I'm just like, I'm mad at some of this stuff because in certain states, yeah. veterans are treated like SHRT. So uh, I agree with everything y'all said. Anything else
0: from no, both of y'all? I, <laughs> I think that we, we really need to, to make yeah. sure that our system speaks for our vets, and we got to speak up.
1: Okay, well that's that's all I have. Uh, glad y'all called in. I'm glad everybody is all right. May not have a you may not have had a good holiday, but hey, we we still here talking. That's the best that's the best thing.
0: Yes, sir. We're here.
1: Uh, love and peace, everybody. And <laughs> peace love and love
0: to both of you, my brother and my sister.
1: Y'all take care until next week.
0: Okay. Good night. Uh,